previously on my best friend's journal. Titanic is my favorite movie of all time. Sometimes I get a massage boner. <laughs> and it is very apparent when they ask you to roll over. It's unavoidable. Can't just turn it off. Meth um, mouth. She's the cruise director's assistant. And just a mean person. So she took it upon herself to grab Michaela and tell her, So you've put on weight. This woman is awful, but I'm more upset by how serious you're taking this French accent. The thing about butt sex is it's not spontaneous. You can't just, like, rom-com style push someone up against a wall and expect to get your dick wet. Like, it, you just can't. Bukaki. It comes from the verb. <laughs> Bu- Bukakaru, which means to splash some liquid. Bukakaru! <laughs> Bukakaru! When I'm in need! Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? This shit might get too real Nothing here is sacred I'm haunted by my past It's called my best friend's journal Let's start this damn podcast Let's sing this name a little longer first It's someone's favorite podcast Yes, and the world's greatest Welcome to my best friend's journal. I'm, I'm Cam. Cam. Mm, fuck off. <laughs> Beat him. <laughs> I'm Cam. And I am also Cam. That is Mike over there who's trying to sabotage me. No, I just, uh, I wasn't sure what the assignment was, so I was just copying <laughs> off of you. <laughs> this is our podcast, mm-hmm. in which we confuse the listeners as to who's talking. Do you think they know by now? It took me a long time to um, recognize the difference between Paul McCartney and John Lennon's voices when they were singing. Yeah, and we're pretty much the same as the Beatles. <laughs> That's not what I was trying to say, but, <laughs> but since you mention it, oh. <laughs> no, but you know how sometimes like I listen to Pot Save America a lot. It took me a while to get those four different guys' voices. Yeah, I think, guys's. well, I don't know if it's easy for other people. We look very different, um, which maybe helps if people have looked at our pictures or Instagram. Also, not according to one friend <laughs> in... <laughs> I think they were kidding no. when they said we looked alike. One of my friends was like, you guys are twins. Uh, like, Mike has like dark eyes, lots of dark hair, really, really dark beard. I'm like bald and very like fair. Like a naked mole rat versus a German shepherd. Fuck off. <laughs> that is just rude. And very complimentary to myself. I gave you naked mole rat and I took a German shepherd. You're a dick. Mm-hmm. We knew that already though. Uh, before we continue going though, speaking of dick, I'm here with my friend Mike. Who was a virgin no more, more. <laughs> it had like skinned over, right? Ew. Uh, isn't that, is that possible? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure your butthole can't grow shut. I was talking about the penis skin. Also, no. Can your foreskin grow back? <laughs> I've been looking for it. <laughs> you, why? Why? <laughs> if anyone's seen it, let me know. <laughs> um, I was seeing a gentleman who I'm no longer seeing. He was lovely. Just, you know, didn't work out, um, but we hooked up exactly once, um, and it. And you received him. I did. You received the gift of his D. 
you were fulfilled. Is that worth saying? Was it fulfilling experience? I mean, I was fully filled. Okay, I am, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Putting in. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> do you feel like it scratched the itch? Are you back on the horse, as it were? I don't know. I've got a record. It's usually one and done, and then eight months later, we'll check in again. Well, we're going to Palm Springs in exactly two months, and I'm going to be encouraging you to get it in while we're there. Because there's, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be ripe for the picking. I did not. We've done this before. I went to a gay weekend. We went to Fire Island. We talked about, but I didn't I didn't have sex with anyone. No, but you touched a dick or two. Are you referring to the blowjob in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, I am. That's true. Um, you touched a dick. That sounds much grosser than it was. We were in a like a nice bathroom with like a spa. <laughs> <laughs> sounds so salacious. Yeah, it um, wasn't like a bathroom at a club. No. I'm pretty sure you also made out with a dude who you later had sex with, right? Yeah. So that's like more my style. Made out at the party at Fire Island. Then we hung out in, back in New York and then had sex later. I think that's a very, that's a good style. It's classy. Not so the, classy. Not the blowing in the bathroom part, but the, you know, finding someone, kissing he's a, them. It's a kind of big name now. Yeah. We're not going to drop that name though. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to Palm Springs. I'm going to parade you around in a tiny little bathing suit and we are going to get you... Uh, you don't necessarily need a man. You just need to be touched occasionally. You I, love to be touched. I do. And I realized that once um, I was like not feeling it with a guy and or like he was giving me a head rub or something. And I was like, oh, you know what? I like this. And then I was like, no, I like getting touched. It's nothing to do with this guy. It could be literally a robot or a lady. It's, it wasn't necessarily a sexual experience. A dog, anything. Yeah. <laughs> I just need contact. <laughs> I did walk behind Mike yesterday and uh, I just like ruffled his hair and he was like, no, 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 come back. <laughs> yes, I am constantly craving human touch or, you know, what? I guess not just touch. Um, <laughs> but back to your Palm Springs plan. I have a little problem with it. I, I mean, I love that. I love the looking out for me and the wingman situation. But I believe you said you'd parade me around in a tiny swimsuit. Yeah, that's the plan we have discussed together. We went and tried on bathing suits, but more on that in a minute. I can't or don't enjoy wearing a really tiny bathing suit. I But you've said that you want to. I do. I have like the certain cuts that are okay. I need a bathing suit that basically can hide my penis. <laughs> I don't like You're afraid of getting a boner in your swimsuit. Is that what you're saying without saying it? Yeah. I don't feel like it is fair for me to force my penis down everyone's throats. <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically speaking of course strictly metaphorically <laughs> um so wait you there's a lot to be said about this there are some guys that wear little bathing suits and like wear a cock ring they like want to be out on display the whole I time know. but you're the opposite of that you feel like a little you're suit, too so much on display yeah i don't want every on my whole like package showing just i don't know i don't know how you build up the um uh nerve for that you, you also have a propensity to like get a boner in in opportune situations right what do you know about that <laughs> only the things that you've told me we're getting ice cream oh god <laughs> it just feels like i don't want to offend people that way i get it but we have there are factors we can take to mitigate the factors there are steps we can take to mitigate this risk is it like we an can, anti-viagra drug no you can bring a sarong you can uh, keep it subtle. You can wrap a towel around your waist. You can, if you're laying out, you can roll over onto your belly. If you but are be floating above the ground, like a couple inches, an inch. How big is your dick? <laughs> an inch? <laughs> Just like the tiniest little tent stake. Um, you could tent poles. What I'm gonna say. Um, 
you could, if you're near water, you could jump in the water. It's like a quick ice bath to cool me right down. <laughs> Just get, get, <laughs> get below the surface and then people can't see all the details. There, there are all kinds of things. You, you know what? Try. I think this is all about as subtle as you said once that when you don't know someone's name to introduce them, you're like, go ahead and introduce yourselves. <laughs> Everyone knows what's up. <laughs> they know what's happening when I'm gently holding a book over my, my crotch. Yeah. It's like a, like a teenager putting a couch pillow over his crotch during mm-hmm. a sexy movie. <laughs> Yeah. You're a teenager at heart or I, at, at dick, as it were. Well, you went to Aruba recently, and I told you when you try, wore your little tiny bathing suit for the first time that uh-huh. we bought, that we bought, that I bought for you as your sugar daddy. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> um, I asked you to come back and report whether or not you got any boners and whether or not your dick could be seen the whole time by the families you were in front of. Yeah, and I will say that I I think that it's very, when you're just like at a pool with people, like it's it's... I don't know, very unsexual. Like there, there's a little bit of a worry about, uh Oh, is my exhibitionist side going to like come out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this going to be, you know, so it, it might be different if you were like maybe a gay resort or something, but that's true. I it, guess it just doesn't matter if you're like in a family environment, it's yeah. just not going to happen. Or if you're just with your friends, you, you know, not, yeah. not a huge worry. Um, it becomes really normal, really fast. You know, it was a kind of an international place. So there were a lot of people that were wearing like little, little bathing suits. There was this straight Italian guy wearing the tiniest, bathing suit i've ever seen a man wear and he was with this beautiful blonde wife and he was this big jacked guy he was a white man who was the color of like dark mahogany wood because he was in the sun for so long like 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 really dark leather if you can imagine that and like the woman from um something about mary yes exactly (laughs) and he was wearing these tiny little speedo bottoms and he had rolled them down to to get his tan line like less (laughs) it's like oh my god at that point just put a sticker on yeah i feel i feel fine in my like little sticker my my little square cut trunks but um i really liked it uh and i i like i I don't know i just liked my little my little gay ass swimsuit made me happy i have a couple square cut ones those are fine it's just the ones they just need to have like a fabric on the inside that holds you in a way that leaves a little mystery for folks who are just walking on the beach and don't want to know more about me than they have to. Which are not like the tiny Brazilian ones that you tried on in that weird office space. (laughs) Okay, so for the listener, we had the weirdest retail experience. I recently really wanted a new bathing suit because um, we were going to Aruba over the holiday weekend and I... Him and his husband, not me and him. Right. Um, But Mike and I were... We had finished recording an episode of this year podcast. We're like, let's go shopping. Let's go lunch and shop. And so we did. And uh, we found this weird little bathing suit shop online, and it was in West Hollywood. I was like, yes, this is where the gays shop. Let's go there. Good ratings. Yeah, exactly. Uh, The bathing suits were cute. Well, we show up, and it is the second floor of an office building. It's like a a suite. It's not a retail establishment. Mm -hmm. It looks like a kind of place where you would go to the dentist in like 1985 yeah, i mean it was hard to find from the outside we were looking around uh-huh. the in a, lot in a, for a shitty minute. shitty little two-story office strip mm-hmm. and so we go up we find the correct suite number and we walk in and it's like a warehouse pretty mm-hmm. much tiny but yes yeah, yeah but office it, space an office space that like like an e-commerce office space with one man sitting at a computer a not a proper dressing room but like a pop-up tent yeah just like a little curtain up, barely yeah, held up. It was you, like, you very flimsy. Step behind the curtain, pretty much into this little box that they built. <laughs> Both of us nearly fell out of the dressing room in disposable underwear, which looks a lot like the disposable diapers you put on your dog. Can you? <laughs> oh, poor Eleanor. Oh, our big girl right now. Uh, sorry, another brief aside. Brief aside. Oh, she. <laughs> episode title. Um, oh. She <laughs> is. 
our big 130 pound dog currently is wearing diapers because she's having a little bit of an incontinence issue. She's dripping pee on the floor. She's going to be so mad at you for publicizing this in the podcast. She's got, there's medicine on order. We're waiting for it to arrive, but until it gets here, she has to wear a diaper in the house. It's the saddest thing I've ever seen. Sometimes she wears it on her head like she's partying. (laughs) She does not. But there was really cute bathing suits and they were on like a rack and then it was just storage everywhere, like big Rubbermaid storage bins full of Brazilian Speedos. So weird. And it's one lonely Brazilian guy at a computer. He is fucking eight feet tall. He was so huge. He was and huge. It kind of reminded me of the, I don't I don't watch the show, but maybe the brother from um, Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> oh my God. That's a really good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like big with a low voice. Is and he the brother he, in that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, And he was really throwing off my gator i couldn't decide if he was gay or not but i think he was uh because there was like a gay magazine who was working at a gay swimsuit shop and anyway he put us in this little like behind this little curtain and gives us disposable underwear and but first had us take our shoes off on this disgusting fucking carpet office carpet yeah oh it was really bizarre and then you have to go in there and put on these little gauzy things that he made us do and then both of us almost tumble out because it was so small and then we have to get pretty much naked like take off your shirt and then walk out into this like tiny office space so you can see the one mirror in the place decide if you like this like the bathing suit or not it's like it's set up so you have to walk into the middle of this fluorescently lit (laughs) office space so this man can ogle you while you try on your tiny bathing suit. i didn't take my shirt off because i felt like creepy with this man then when we were talking about it later i was like no i just don't like the way it fits and the man was like well i didn't get to see it without your shirt on so i don't know i was like (laughs) Ew. You, Mike's like, do you want me to go put it back on or get full fashion show? I'll just send you some Snapchat pics. <laughs> it was so weird, but uh, I did find a bathing suit I really liked and I bought it. It was cute. It was cute. They didn't did have the color I wanted, but I didn't get any boners wearing right. them. Um, and I also <laughs> got another pair at a different store. I wore both of them in Aruba, loved them, and it felt kind of freeing. I felt like a, like I was I was confident in a way that um, I wasn't expecting myself to be in those little bathing suits. It felt fun and fun and flirty and gay. Put a pick up. Is there already one? Um, no, I actually didn't take any good photos. Uh, we'll have to do that proper in uh, in Palm Springs. I was really more about. Uh, Aruba was more about like relaxing, just really actually chilling out, relaxing, chilling out, relaxing, chilling out, relaxing. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing. <laughs> uh, anyway, it was uh, it was great, and I uh, also I got uh, scuba certified. Oh yeah, that's finished my certification. So fun! You're so adventurous. Did you see anything fun? Uh, yeah, we we dived, dove. I don't know how to say it. We dove a wreck, is what I'm gonna say. A shipwreck. It was like this old. Uh, like 1940s era German tanker that was oh sunk right off the coast. It sounds like you were living your Titanic dreams. Fuck yeah, I was. I was like going down, singing into my regulator. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> That actually sounds really, really like you're underwater. It was perfect. <laughs> anyway, loved it. And now I have a new activity. I love activities. I love activities. To do fun things. It's like in the winter, I ski. In the summer, I dive. Now I have my activities. I dive. I dive now. Dives once. <laughs> Dives once. It's Although you did get certified, so I'm sure. Part of his full identity. Yeah, I'm like ready to ready to book the next uh, adventure, though, because it was, it was, I mean, it sounds cheesy, but it's a whole other world under there. Should we go diving in Palm Springs? I hear the oceans are lovely. <laughs> 
Yeah, and by the way, I don't think you should do any research about Palm Springs. <laughs> Just let me take care of every, all the arrangements. I've already booked this a catamaran, um, mm-hmm. a whale watching tour. <laughs> <laughs> They're really reputable companies, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great, it's be fun. If nothing else, whale watching in the desert is going to make some great journal entries. <laughs> Uh, we will let everyone know how that goes after the trip actually happens. But until that time, should we? We have a journal to read. Yeah, let's read those entries. All righty. Um, okay, October 20th. You're in Amalfi. You took forever to get off <laughs> at the gangway. Um, someone you knew was in port with his ship, but you didn't see him. You had a white knight. Um, oh, what the fuck does this mean? It says Getty caught on fire. And then you drew, drew an emoji with a frowny face. What the fuck? Just a little frown. Um, and a it, tear. Oh, that tear matters. It was horrifying. Um, so there was an unofficial uh, flaming bartender show. Oh, God. On the ship. Unofficial. Unofficial. Oh, um, my God. Okay, so isn't fire like the number one thing you don't fuck with on a cruise ship? Like, it blows my mind how this happened. Um, we're doing White Knight. There's this unofficial flaming bartender show. It's with Gaddy and another guy, and they do a bunch of tricks, and then at the end, there's some fire stuff. And he, like, blows some fire, and what happened was he took some fluid, some lighter fluid in his mouth, and then wiped um, wiped it off with his arm, like, uh-huh. dragged his forearm across his face. Um caught his mouth and then the fluid was on his arm too so then it caught on his arm his whole body was on fire i'm not kidding it was so so horrifying were you there to see it we were on stage singing and it was right in front of us oh wait so white knight was it wasn't in a theater no it was on the pool deck on the stage there oh my god and they're doing flaming bartending stuff hold on a second did your cruise director know that they were doing stuff with fire yeah he was there and it was all fine and good until it until it wasn't and oh, they stopped after that um, yeah they, that's like Super dangerous, super did, illegal. Did he? Is he okay? That guy? He is okay. Oh, um, thank God. So he catches on fire and it spreads because he wiped it. So then it catches on his uniform too. There's no fire blanket. There's no fire extinguisher. There's nothing nearby. Did you jump in the pool? Uh, no. It was first of all we stopped. Maybe we weren't singing yet. We were like on deck. We were all around, ready to go. Uh-huh. I think it maybe was like the pre-show. Michaela screamed bloody murder, and when she screams. Ooh, that's a whole other story. She can. Sometimes it's like a fly, and I'm like, okay, it sounded like I, you just like someone you know just died. <laughs> I don't know when to believe the screams and when not to. This okay. one was valid. Um, she screams, and nobody's doing anything. And finally, like a head waiter comes around and is grabbing like waters off of people table people's tables and throwing it on him, and that's how it eventually went out from just water from the tables. Oh my god! Also, I'm like, how do you? That's so dangerous, too. What if you grabbed a glass of alcohol? Right. Like, it, it was... Wasn't he on a pool deck? Why did he not jump um, in the water? I'm, it was quick. He was on fire. It wasn't close. There's a, there a crowd of people between him and the water. Okay. It wasn't like an understood. easy... Understood. Understood. It was just really, really scary and like heart-stopping. And the cruise director is more just concerned about the guest's perception. So like when Mikhail screamed, he like darted his eyes over at her like, shut up. Are you was, fucking kidding me? Yeah, there's no blanket. And he, then he's like, go, sing, sing. As soon as as soon as soon um, he was not on fire anymore, it's like, move along, move along. No, like, moment. Did he so, have, like, injuries? Was he able um, to... He left the ship for many months. Oh. He, his whole face and arm were burned. Um, he, Michaela gave him, actually, she had a scar cream. He's from, uh, from the Philippines. I don't know if he had access or not to this. Like, kind of, it was a pretty expensive medicine. She, like, left him with it. Uh-huh. Um, and he came back right toward the end of our contract. Um, 
and he was fine. Oh, thank and God. He had a little scar on his arm, but like no scarring on his face. It was oh amazing, minimal damage. Yeah, it really was amazing because he was, I'm not kidding. There's no exaggeration. He was fully on fire, half his body, half of his face, all the way down his shoulder and his arm through to his hand was on fire. I'm surprised they didn't fire him. You're kidding, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was that, that wasn't intentional? It was because <laughs> it was not intentional, actually. No, because it was like a unofficial show. It was um, a precarious situation because he, some, if he gets fired, then there's a long line of people who should also be fired for allowing that to happen, for, including like yeah. the cruise director and the captain. For allowing him to do a fire. It is blowing my mind. And there was, was no fire, fire extinguisher. There was no anything there to put it out or to, to there was no precautions taken. Yeah. And if this, someone's doing, a, I mean, even a, a, a legitimate fire breathing act or something, there should be like 14 layers of if shit goes wrong, yeah. there's there's stuff within arm's reach for everyone to handle this. This was shit he like taught himself from YouTube. And yeah. He was pretty good at it until he wasn't. But the cruise director should know also if he's playing with fire, what happens if he lit his fucking bar on fire on the middle of a ship? It's yeah. like the biggest emergency you can have on a ship because there's nowhere to fucking go. Yeah. It was a real disaster on all accounts and, and the fire went out quickly and Getty was okay. He <sighs> was promoted very quickly. So I wonder oh. if that was a way of like, Maybe. Don't sue us. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, probably. Because it, it had been going on for a while, I'm assuming. So people could have attested to the fact that like this was not the first time. Yeah, we had it was every every single time. Oh my god. Um so Oh no. When the cruise director yells at us to get on stage and start the show and start singing, the first song we sing is I Wanna Dance with Somebody. And one of the first lyrics in that was with somebody <laughs> we were all like oh that's dark it's pretty dark <laughs> we literally stopped at it we're like i want to feel them hmm. <laughs> then we went on to our normal set we didn't start the fire and then goodness gracious great balls of fire <laughs> baby you're a firework <laughs> inappropriate it's only okay because he's okay yeah okay. it was bad 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 it was a like, very very scarring i gasped to heaven uh, one time, the only time I can remember feeling so like, <gasps> like right in front of me, um, this is not a direct comparison, but one time I was in the car and a, uh, deer was hit by a car next to us. And we saw the whole deer doing like 360s oh. uh, across our car, just missed us, saw its head like turn all the way around and oh get my God. dismembered across the highway. It was awful. And I watched other cars d- dodging it and like that my stomach dropped for that. It was that same kind of feeling, uh-huh. obviously just different like things. Shock. Like, what, what do we do? Right in front yeah. of me. Yeah. Ew, that's quite I mean, a visual. Like, Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> well, we're off to a real uh, a, hot start. We're okay. Mm, <laughs> As we're I stumble fire. over my words, you beat me to the joke. October 21st, Sorrento didn't get off because of a meeting midday and slept in and did laundry. That's boring. October 22nd, you're still in Sorrento. Um, off very shortly after a long tender. Getting ready to go home, things are less stunning with a frowny face. What does that mean? Um, I think I just mean I am getting a little less enchanted with the whole ship life experience. And when I was first there, it was the first time around Europe and I was just loving everything. And now I'm feeling more like I just want to go home and have a normal life again. I'm, oh, again, yeah. I'm guessing. So you're getting ready to go, but you still have another month on this ship, though. Um, but out of nine in this contract, it feels like it's winding yeah. down. 
Yeah. Okay. And also, you're not really going to new places anymore. You're kind of uh, like you've been in Italy for a long time. And yeah, um, the very, very end we cross over to America, so that'll be a little fun. Oh, nice. To, um, you know, that'll be my first time crossing the Atlantic. Um, on the 23rd, you're back in Chivitavecchia. Well done, you practiced. I remembered how to say it. Uh, couldn't get off for gangway, but you did get a facial. <laughs> There's a lot of double entendres in this one. Uh, okay, couldn't get off, got I, a facial. I've never had a facial. I mean, I've had, um, you know, spa treatment facials, but I have never had anyone come on my face. Really? Seems like it'd be kind of hot. Mm-hmm. Or I guess like 98 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> 98. 6 to be specific. Um, uh-uh. Have you had it? had it i haven't had a facial you're talking like some like old virgin oh i've never have you ever experienced it love's kiss (laughs) (laughs) that's notoriously how they refer to facials (laughs) come in general to me is um always hotter inside the body (laughs) and then it happens and you're everyone's done you're just like oh i just gotta clean this up yeah and you're like out of the mood and yeah like in a poem when someone like licks the cum after you're like, Ugh. oh my God, you know, you, I'm like, did you really want to, or you just like think it's <laughs> no, no, they did the, it for yeah. the video. I'm pretty sure. I don't. So most guys, I don't know about women. I can't speak to their experience because I know a lot of women can have multiple orgasms. So you start that kind of, you know, they refer to it as like getting the lawnmower started and then you kind of keep going. <laughs> um, but with guys, do they refer to it that way. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people refer to that. Okay. Like I think sex in the city did. I've heard some of my girlfriends talk about it that way. Okay. It's like, you know, it takes a while to like get it going. You know, you have to prime the pump. You have to stop with these pull euphemisms. The, pull the starter. Pull, pull the bus. <laughs> That's what you do, right? Just pull it. <laughs> yeah. You would be really good at straight sex. Um, no, what I mean is uh, most guys have a pretty substantial refractory period after you come. So going soft before you get hard again, but it can also be a mental thing of like, mm. I can't get back into that right now. I need a minute. And sure, that's, I have more of that. That's where I'm at. I'm like, I'm not really horny right after it all happens. So I just need some time to like back off, back away from it. I can get back into it eventually, quickly. but uh, I not super quick. No, for me. I'm usually like, like, I could physically get back in. I could physically get back in, but uh, I'm like very sensitive and my my brain goes from horny to zero like immediately and I I need to warm it up again a little bit. Brain, I'm with you on. That happens to me sometimes, but I'm like not overly sensitive afterward. I could just like generally go again if needs be. You got a spa facial and then also... Iona Thermic is what this says. It's a stupid spot treatment on a cruise ship. Very expensive. It's uh, They like put a thing, like electrodes around your abs and pulsate them for you, basically. Oh, great. It's so like you an can... attempt at an ab workout. It's like those old uh, uh, As Seen on TV products. Exactly. Okay. It's actually a little painful. <laughs> Did you pay for that? No, no. These were all, uh, I got all these things for free as a demo. So I do it and people could just like walk in to sell. Oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> Come watch me get a facial. Meeks, it means so many different things. Uh, really, just the two. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's fair. Um, you also got a quote, nothing available at this time stock letter. I think you mean form letter from Miami. Is that where the cruise ship is based? Um, yes. Yeah, so the cast had requested ships for the future for after this one ends which is probably part of the reason it felt like it was coming to a close oh sure everyone's Um, kind of planning their next steps yeah and uh half of us all the new people or new-ish people didn't get contracts and we all got the same little printout that argentina was in charge of relaying this message from the office Uh because dance captain same little printout saying no ships at this time it felt very um like informal or sorry impersonal yes it felt very impersonal and cold and uh 
I, I remember being like bummed by that. Cause I was like, this is a great experience. I want to do this again. And mm-hmm. hindsight, it's a good thing. Um, if I'd gotten an offer right away, I probably would have done it and then not taken a break. And I need a break. <laughs> I need to, it, life goes on without you. Yeah. And I needed to continue my life and pick up the friends and family I had left behind and maintain something. Okay. On the 24th of October, you were in Elba. Port Manning. I'm so fucking sick of reading those words. I think I'm going to stop. Is that okay? Um, Didn't wait for an answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of course it's okay. It's pouring out. I blame Argentina partly for... (laughs) For the rain? Miami. (laughs) I think for the letter you were talking about yesterday. That's funny. It's pouring, Argentina. (laughs) You blame him for the response you got from Miami. Uh, He was lazy and a bad representation of us. Too negative. You got drunk with Michaela and kick. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like I needed it. Um, Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I'm sure that's not his fault, but I do, I think what I mean to say there is he like, I don't know, he was, whether or not he was joking, he often was like, I'm sending the worst video or like just kind of taunting his power and his status at the company and be easy to understand why past Michael thought he could have been sabotaging. Yeah, for sure. Um, on the 25th of October, you were... Um you were in Italy doing some more things. You hate tenders. Why do you hate tenders? Is it just a little boat ride? Yeah, I get super nauseous on them. And oh. uh, the fumes from them like waft in and just give me a headache. And I, it, they get, I feel really gross on them really okay. quickly. Understood. Um, people's negativity is spreading. You're looking forward to home, but you hate that you're not appreciating this experience anymore. Hmm. October 26th, you were back in San Tropez again. With Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Um, you got off with uh, your trainer, Kick, and Michaela. You had Wi-Fi at a fairly cheap restaurant. You only paid for half of your drinks. So did you steal them or? I don't know. You dined and dashed in San Tropez. Only paid for half. I don't <laughs> You had a lovely evening with Michaela. Anton and Olga, they make oh. you happy. Oh, they do. You're sweet people again. Okay. This is a messy entry. Um on the 27th of October, really positive day, didn't get off in Saint-Tropez, watched New Brothers and Sisters. I was so into Brothers and Sisters in that ship. It was a I really good ship. Or a really good show. I watched, it was just playing on rerun. Like, they, there was ship TV, and they just put on, like, four episodes at a time, and they'd be rotating, so you'd have to kind of catch it at the right time. <laughs> um, Poonam? Poonam. Poonam gave you flowers. Oh, yeah. She was this lovely, lovely, uh, I think, I don't know what her job title was, maybe room attendant but she also like worked the uh floral shop i guess in the ship and she used to oh, okay. bring um she used to bring me flowers she, she brought some once and i was like oh that's so sweet thank you i love them and then kept bringing me them, oh that's so nice you specifically to my room uh and argentina hated them of course because they're joy um wait he just hated having fresh flowers hated the smell of coffee hated the smell of flowers hated music i fucking hate him right Punch him right in his boring face. I am not a violent person. Punch you right in the dick. Choke the 23-year-old. Threaten to fist those I love. Do you punch her right in the pussy? Punch him right in his boring face. He, Yeah, so she would bring flowers and it was super nice, but then of course I had to deal with freaking Argentina being like, no more flowers. Ew. <laughs> no more happiness. No more happiness. Well, that actually pertains to this, but we're going to finish this entry first because it's a. it ends with a smiley face. You started this entry with a really positive day. Um, and then wait a second, it's October 27th and this says Merry Little Christmas with kick. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? I do a 
video every year for my friend Gabriella for Christmas. Every year it's Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas because we have a Judy Garland thing. I did it one year. Um, we were like learning how to play piano and I was so, so shitty. I'm still pretty shitty. But the video is like, chord, have yourself chord. Uh, <laughs> and on and on. It was very painful. Um, oh. And I did it the next year and got better and it became a thing. So on this ship, I was doing like a pretty intense arrangement and i think kick and i were working on the arrangement that's here. sweet was yeah. he playing for you he played bass and then i wrote harmonies for michaela and i and the three of us did a video that's precious it's very that's precious. a really good friend and like what a lovely tradition that is i love it it's my favorite although it, it brings me anxiety when it's sometimes i've planned ahead and sometimes it's christmas eve and i'm like oh god oh god <laughs> quick quick find a karaoke track been there <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know you well enough. That seems like what you would yeah. run I'd to in that moment. Try and one up myself each time, but if I do a good one, it makes the next year pretty hard. Uh, you playing chords like that reminded me of the only class that I ever failed in college, which was class piano. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and I, I had to take, I think, four semesters of it, and I limped through the first three semesters, and my final semester of class piano um, was a little bit intense and required a lot of practice, which I was just not willing to do. <laughs> I was busy. My junior year of college was a bit of a mess socially, so... So there was a lot going on. Um, anyway, all well, that to say, I anyway, I me, mean, I want to know what the mess was. Oh, Anything it was good or just no. There's just complications with friends and boyfriends and blurring the lines between friends and dating and oh, okay. roommates. And it was honestly some of the worst drama I've ever been a part of. Wait, what were you hooking up with your roommate? Uh, no, but I hooked up with a guy who was a friend that my roommate was potentially obsessively in love with oh and that made things and my roommate also happened to be a really good friend okay um and i was very good i'm still really good at compartmentalizing things but i was really good at just saying like i can do whatever i want he's like my buddy we're not dating we're just having sex like what's the big deal and that roommate who was like you're an awful friend get out of my life pretty much oh shit yeah and we've never spoken since oh my god (laughs) he was uh definitely my best friend from college and that's uh one of the I, I don't have a lot of regrets for my life but one of those is how that that friendship soured because um i really loved him and like as a, as a friend he was like mm-hmm. a dear friend we had we loved living together we shared an upstairs and we had like a jack and jill bathroom between our two bedrooms and we had a really fun year and then things just got really complicated with his feelings i didn't i underestimated his feelings for this other guy um i also was really bad at communicating and like understanding what was I was very immature emotionally when it came to relationships I was still processing a lot that was going on with my parents and I wasn't very uh I just wasn't willing to put in the time or effort uh that was necessary to really make that all work and to get through it and so um, I tried to reach out to him a few times afterwards and say like I really regret how things went down and never heard anything back from him so he was just not interested in being my friend Mm, that's Um, hard yeah it was one of my biggest regrets in life i already said that i don't have a a ton um but when i really think about college um college gave me so much uh i really feel like it taught me how to think for myself and how to kind of escape the spell i was under in my parents household and stuff but um what i don't have are like best friends from college i have my best friends in the world are people that i went to high school with and then people from my jobs right after college Mm -hmm. like when we worked together and such um i i feel like i burned some serious bridges i was not well equipped to deal with the hardships of of the the friendships like like the not the hardships but i wasn't well equipped to deal with the hard things in friendships i think what you're describing happens to literally every gay person at some point and it is dependent upon when and where in your life um how severe or 
or inconsequential the repercussions are. I I remember my one of my best friends moved to New York City at 18, came out and moved to New York City and went nuts. I feel like all the gays I know who come out and go to New York City or go to LA or whatever get into like the club scene, get like kind of druggy, like there's a lot of you're finally able to be free. And for you, that situation was college. It was the first time you were able to get out of your house and be open. The first time you're allowed to be yourself amongst society mm-hmm. is when you go nuts to make up for lost time. Yep. And you did, but it's all part of forming who you are and explains why your better friends come from situations outside that because you're still, you were craving that, but you so quickly used all your out energy in, in the first place that you were dropped Yes. For me, I like kind of slowly came out from like 14 on through high school. So I really didn't, I feel like I didn't have that experience because it's such a slow drip. Uh-huh. And it was like, it was kind of already, I've been slowly becoming who I am for a long time. There wasn't a, there wasn't a big change moment, which I think you did have. Yeah. I, I, it was a big change moment. I think the, the regret though comes from the fact that, um, Everything was, you know, everything with my family when I finally came out for the second time. And um, I was, I don't know if I've really talked about that. But when I finally came out on my own terms, it was the spring break of my freshman year of college. And I just could no longer face the idea of going home and living a double life over the summer. Like Mm -hmm. I couldn't, I had done that way too much. Um, I was dating someone and I couldn't just do the thing where I went to their church and then immediately lied to my, them being my parents and immediately lied to them and told them I was going to go spend time with some, you know, person they didn't hey, know or whatever. live in the closet anymore. Yeah. Yes. I was, I was living a, a true double life and it was, I mean, that's when I started losing my hair. I was getting like stomach ulcers. I was, <laughs> I, I was a mess. And so I told myself that everything was fine and I went on and I like, I was a, I was a, a good student not great but like i was i was a good student i was getting by in college and i was bound and determined to do all of this like flashback to you <laughs> failing a music class yeah uh i um were- i was i was just bound and determined to, to succeed and make a, a success of this college thing because the home life was such a mess but through all of that and now that i have some distance i can see it very clearly i just was so screwed up about relationships in general i was in no place to make like uh, lasting relationships mm-hmm. like like p- so many people go to college and the the stereotypical college experience is like this is where i'm going to make my be- the best friends of my life my and mind, I, was, I have i have a huge group from college i'm still yeah. very very close with yeah and i was just in no place to make those friendships i was barely in a place to take care of myself and so there were a few people that i was really close with and you know I, I cannot think I have one good friend who now lives in Europe who we stay in okay touch. Um, but other than her, like my best guy friends from college, they, that those friendships burned hard and fast for like two years. Let me ask you, did you have fun in college? Yeah, I did. But I, um, I don't think of college as like the best time of my life. I think of it as when I learned how to be, when I, when I took the first steps to learning how to be my own human. And that is so valuable and so precious to me. Yeah. But it wasn't for a lot of people in college. I I partied hard, but I don't know if I was all the time doing it because it was fun or just because I could, you know, I guess that is what I'm curious about because I just mentioned a friend of mine moved to New York right after when he was 18 years old and came out and you in college, right when you came out and, I feel like I missed out on an experience. I feel like I missed those like crazy party years. I never mm-hmm. had those kind of like sexcapades and like crazy all-nighters. And mm-hmm. um, because, I mean, I guess it's good overall that I didn't, but like grass is always greener, right? I'm like, you had a fun college. And my college is fun too, but I the force I did was roll around with some other 
closeted kid in his dorm room for like, uh, not that I was closeted, but uh, for, I remember we made out for like hours just making out above the clothes and like, you know, dry humping. Very exciting metaphor for my life. Um, <laughs> and then, you know what I learned about myself in college? What's that? If I uh, engage in foreplay for a very, very long time, I always thought you were one of two kinds of comers. You kind of like, it just kind of came out uh-huh. or you were a shooter and it was a lot. Oh, no, I like, it, it. I completely agree. It's dependent on how ramped uh-huh. up you are. It is 100% dependent on, you. yeah, the, the situation. For the first time in my life, I saw what like porn com looks like uh-huh. and I was like, oh, we're all capable. Um, a friend of mine once got it in his eye like from himself. Uh-huh. I've never had that happen. He said it was the worst experience. It's not great. Is it burns? I mean, I guess it's just salt. Burns really bad. And it's like, it for some reason, because of how it works or because of like the consistency of it, it like sticks in your <gasps> eye. It'll make an eye red for like hours. Oh yeah. That, have we already talked about it? When you come in the shower, it like the consistency of cum when it hits water, water is like impossible. Yeah. It gets super, super sticky and gross and on everything. I, I do not, off. do yeah. not come in a shower. <laughs> really sound advice. Now that we've bridged the gap between sex and college, really quickly one of the funnier stories about me having sex in college and there are a fair few uh was i there was this boy who was he is now out um but he was like belligerently closeted for no good reason he hung out with all gay guys would get drunk and hook up with gay guys constantly and just pretend like it never happened he was just like so adamant about being in the closet and he also dated this woman who was notorious for dating gay men. I'm like, oh my God, just so many stereotypes. Anyway, we were at a party one night and we were walking back to the dorm and he insisted on walking me back to where I lived and he didn't live there. I was like, I know what's going on now. Uh, we got as far as the campus health center um, and fell into a bush and had sex in a bush next to the, the health center. Wait, full outside, sex? Full sex. Penetrative. Uh, I think so. How? Uh, we just got, we like, so there was like a, a bush, a, a row of bushes and we like fell into it and we were like behind the Two bushes. Two more, it sounds like now. <laughs> like between the bushes and the wall of the health center. And we were just like, no one can see us. Uh, we got done and we looked up and there's a security camera right above us the whole time. Oh my God. Wait, you, I need footage like of that a little bit of probably. logistics. Obviously nobody prepped for this, which we've talked extensively about. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we had sex. You know, one of, it was... There's something about youth. I didn't actually, I, I used to know whether or not for sure if I were, if I were like good to go or not. Like I was so like regular and whatever. I was like, no, this, this would be fine. Um, hmm. Also back then when I didn't know about lube and spit was the way you did things. Oh Jesus. But that does remind me. Um, I guess I had a couple more adventures than I thought. I remember the theater parties were always the, the most crazy. Obviously. And uh, I just remember like kind of coming back to consciousness at one point getting head outside of a house like getting getting head and there's like people all around and, oh like, my god mike i was like <gasps> crash <laughs> Hi. yep he says after he what well, i'm sorry was it bushes or <laughs> it was bushes but there weren't people around maybe a security guard there weren't people like watching like we were around the corner of a house but like, oh, okay. you could hear people yeah it wasn't wasn't uh discreet uh-huh. yeah so i guess that's the craziest So we're back in the journal now, and uh, you've done Merry Little Christmas with Kick, which is cute. Um, and then you had dinner with guests and martini night. Smiley face. Great. Guess I had some martinis. Okay. Um, I, do, do you drink martinis? 
I love a martini. Were I had you, one at oh, dinner you with did. you. The, the, the other one? night when we were sitting next to Nicole Richie at dinner, which we've never talked about. And I was super uncool about it. I was like, it's Nicole Richie. Like, <laughs> so, we were, do you know who that is? Yes. Our tables are pretty much touching. Yeah, we were like as close as seats on a public bus. <laughs> very, very close. At one point, we made eye contact. I was sitting, like she was sitting on your side and I was sitting on the opposite. Uh-huh. And I was trying to act subtle. And the rest of the meal, I spent thinking about how to be subtle. Uh-huh. Great. <laughs> She was also, she was with a woman talking about, um, it's not important what they were talking about, but they, they had this whole discussion. And the next day on NPR, they were doing a report on that woman that she oh, was sitting, wow. having dinner with. I, I do was like, remember... oh my God, I heard this entire story last night from the horse's mouth, as it were. Not calling that woman a horse. <laughs> <laughs> no one thought you were. Now we do. Um, for all I've ever heard about Nicole Richie's, not... It's not usually great stuff, and I... The, I think she's really turned her shit around. The conversations were... I was really impressed. They were oh, yeah, progressive she, and liberal and political. smart. Yeah, were, yeah. She... Uh, it's, not the, it's not the brand she's painted. I think she was a bit of a mess in her early 20s, but she's... Were we all, though? Yeah, we definitely were. We just all didn't have a reality camera stuck in our face. She also had a... Um, if I remember correctly, she was really open about like eating disorders or depression or mental health or something like that. Sure. Um, she kind of got a lot of a lot of respect, and she grew up a lot in that process. Hmm. Makes sense. I mean, she was for not really interacting with her. She was lovely. Yeah, yeah, she was. Um, anyway, done. L.A. bragging. So yes, you had some martinis. Then I'm a Manhattan kind of guy. I don't like a vodka or gin martini. I love a dirty, like a filthy, dirty vodka martini. With do you like anything filthy and, and dirty? You whore. yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that love kiss. What did you call it? <laughs> True love's kiss. Yeah. Um, this finishing off this very messy entry. So it started off really positive again, ended with a smiley face, but then there's a caveat um, that you've written up in the corner and it says, then I came back to my room. Argentina was miserable as always. So hard to live like this. It's probably, he probably threw away your fucking flowers. That's what Puma. I'm talking about. That's we've said it so many times, but I mean, you can judge all the actions yourself listener, but I think just this negative energy really was the overriding theme in that room. Yeah. Um, I really feel like you're coming into your best friendship with Kick and Michaela, uh, like in all of these entries, because you're with them every single day. You were hanging out with them in Nice, France. You had a great day, food, hike, and a waterfall. Um, And then, oh, cried in the middle of Voices Tech so dramatically from all the negativity. Bad show. Then got wasted uh, with drinking games at Birthday Bash Crew Bar. Uh, Yeah, I remember that. I think I was just, it was a backlog of overwhelming feelings. And finally someone, we were on a group and someone said something negative or did something or was in some stupid little bicker. And I was like, enough. Like, I really was feeling, I was collecting all the negativity. Yeah, it's. I feel very, um, in general, empathetic. I feel like I really, really absorb what people are feeling uh-huh. when I'm with them a lot and there's no escape on that ship. There's like no ventilation, so to speak. Yeah. It's worth mentioning the, the impact, you know, these things have like, it's a, it's a cumulative impact of being around this like very toxic situation. You know, you can let it roll off your back only so much, but then it stuff starts to build up and you, uh-huh. you will absolutely hit a breaking point if you're hanging out with people that are this awful all the time. Um, so then you have to deal with it by getting obliterated because the next day, bad hangover. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't often have a hangover in this, I don't think. Uh, you skipped your activity. You lost $30 at the casino in Monte Carlo. I don't know how I skipped an activity. That was a job. Should I go to work? <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Um, Monte Carlo again. You bought candy, apples, and churros for you, 
And now you're just saying M and C, Michaela and Christian. Oh, feeling that fall vibe too. Yeah, from the Halloween fair. Uh, late night pumpkin pumpkin carving. Oh yeah, I used to, on a ship. Mm-hmm. I used to love pumpkin carving. <gasps> I still do, although I like doing goofy faces. Oh yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I like making it silly. Add <laughs> <laughs> my own little flair. Um, I haven't done it in a couple of years, but I used to love it. I would always do it, even like by myself. <laughs> and uh, on the ship. Uh, nobody was into Halloween. And I was like, can we carve pumpkins? And so I did, I like organized a little ship activity and we got sort of pumpkins. They're basically like edible gourds. You know what I mean? They weren't the kind you'd want to oh, carve. Oh, sure. Yeah. They're very little and pretty hard to carve. Uh-huh. But we did it anyway. That's pretty cute. Um, on thir- the 31st on Halloween, it says great Halloween. Skipped going to Florence and stayed in Livorno. Bought. <laughs> okay, hold on. Bought. Okay, this is the, the uh, a meth mouth wig, meth mouth from uh, that used to be on the ship, <laughs> and one costume prize for my version of meth mouth. Oh, thank God! Uh, okay. With with kick, oh kick dressed up as the cruise director. The cruise director, so funny. All right, do tell. So it's Halloween, and I haven't made a plan yet, and so we see a Halloween store in uh, Livorno, which is perfect. And I found in that pool locker I was cleaning um, a mermaid outfit for her, I don't know why. Okay, so I was like, perfect, I'll be a mermaid. Okay, and sure. I, <laughs> Um, How wait? Were you just, someone just gonna park you on a table for the day? <laughs> uh, roll me around. Get one of those carts. Um, <laughs> um, I'm imagining like a really low to the ground cart, so you're <laughs> below everyone all night long, Hello. just looking up, trying like to get people to pay attention fish to you on the ground. Um, so I go to the store thinking I'll find a mermaid wig. Okay, and then I see it. I see this giant, curly, mess of a meth mouth wig. I was like, that is her. I have to be her. And so bagged the mermaid idea, grabbed the wig, and the rest of the outfit was really easy to put together. Michaela did my makeup, and I did it in drag. I grabbed a bingo like, card. Like poopy drag? Like, no, I, like pretty beautiful. We'll, we'll okay. post a picture. I've got this picture. Pretty beautiful. Doubt it. But I can't wait to no, see. No, literally. Do you black out some teeth? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God, you dick. I did. Oh, rude. I mean, you did what you did. No, going back now, we're going to see a picture. Um, the best part about this is I, like, I have never so much felt my life. Michaela says it all the time. She's like, I've never seen you on cloud nine so much. Like she, was it the drag or was it the fact that you were this woman? Um, it was the perfect combination. I was getting so much attention from everyone on the ship because oh, the drag, yeah, the drag was so good. <laughs> and I like really embodied her. I did a terrible French accent all night. We've all heard me do it. And give, I'm us, like, little, give us a little tape. Well, I kept just doing that awful laugh. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so right. bingo. <laughs> She was in charge of bingo, so I was holding a bingo card around. <laughs> I was just like posing like she poses in all her pictures all night, all over the place. Did everyone know exactly who you were supposed to be? Nobody knew who I was. People, every single person that saw me before like the party started just stopped and like jaw dropped and were like, <laughs> meth mouth? <laughs> <laughs> like it looks like her, but something is wrong. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it was really good. Um, it was... So anyway, seems pretty inappropriate though. Super inappropriate. She's not on the ship anymore, so better. Um, <laughs> she still works for the company. Yeah. So I am parading around, and Kick was the cruise director, and I was the assistant. Oh right. Okay. We found another wig for him, and like it was perfect. He looked perfect, and I was just like wielding him around as though, you know, to the two of us together were more um, obvious as what we as to what we were. Sure. So all night long, parade and doing the accent. And it's a costume contest, and there's a lot of good costumes there. And the people in charge of the contest are the captain of the ship, 
the head of HR <laughs> and the current cruise director. And that's when Mike got fired. <laughs> the head of HR. So there's like a little parade. You have to, you know, do your thing. And I do my ha ha across the parade. And, uh, and they go, it's, we're conflicted because it's really inappropriate. Again, this is the captain. <laughs> it's everyone in charge of, of discipline. It's, uh, we're going to, we're going to give it to meth mouth. Um, but you probably, you shouldn't do that again, but it was, it's really good. <laughs> That's amazing. What did you win? Um, uh, a bunch of, I think got like some free wifi and like a bag and okay. that kind of crap, like a dinner or something. So fun. Oh, I that's amazing. So happy. I love that that was the like the most you've ever felt your oats. It was so, but it was, I think, just kind of the perfect combination. Michaela's always like, you should do drag. You would love it. But I don't, yes, I love the attention, but like, can't dance, don't, I can't actually do my own makeup or cut. Like, she had to, to do all that. So yeah. it's not, I don't have those skills. I feel like it'd be a lot less fun in career. Truly cannot wait to see the uh, photos. Have you seen it? No. Oh. It's definitely the Instagram for next week, though. Dare I say. With that aggressive slam. You think that hurts it? Yes. Look at the binding. It's so rough already. Not from you, but it's like, it's already fragile. Cam slams the book shut and throws it on the table and like bends the cover behind. And this book has already seen better days. He threw it on the table. Is that to spite me? I dropped it from one inch. You drama queen. We have to go have a fist fight. We have to go, everyone. We have to go fist? Yes. That's what you said. Um, (laughs) Before we go beat this shit out of each other. (laughs) I want to thank everyone who has rated and reviewed and reached out. It's been uh, really exciting for us and really helpful for the podcast. So we appreciate that. And keep doing it. Keep rating, subscribing, reviewing. And when you're done with that, send us an email. Let us know what you're thinking, Where what you're enjoying, what you want to hear. Um, they can do that at gmail. Nope. At gmail.com. Just My- at gmail.com. <laughs> Try it. We'll get it. My best friend's journal at gmail.com. You can also visit our website at mybestfriendsjournal.com or you can visit us on social media, which is where we spend most of our time uh, interacting with folks. Uh, and that's on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at MBFJ Podcast. So until next time, always remember if you're going to have sex in a bush, make sure there's not a video camera above you or a security camera, I suppose. A video camera is fine. Oh, it's great. Encouraged. Take videos. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>